Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. And welcome to, uh, I guess we'll call this the RPG show Redux, because uh, it's going to be a completely different format than maybe what you're used to. Well, maybe not too different, but it's not going to be run exactly the same, uh, because Brent was the lifeblood of the show previously, and now uh, it's going to be me and a couple other people attempting to do our best version of Frankenstein and uh, trying to make something... Uh, I guess even uh, mild, moderately comparatively, comparatively good uh, to what Brent had done before. So uh, with that said, today I am joined by, uh, as Brent would say, two guys. Uh, we got Kevin Noodle Arms Kujowski. I got Cloud Arms. Well, that was more of a, a jab that you can't do fucking pull-ups. Oh, there we go. And... And uh, Travis, Easy Mode Farmer. Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? Not too bad. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, you want to suit some shit? You want to get into the show? We can go with what we've been playing, I guess. Okay. So what have you all been playing besides this game? Um... This platformer that I cannot pronounce the name of, and I started Witcher 3. Okay. There's a... I, and I was playing Bioshock before Final Fantasy 7, but I forgot about Bioshock, so I guess I'm not going back to that fucking game. Did you just not like it? I don't think... I mean, I tried playing it like when it came out. I didn't think too much of it. It's not... I mean, it's kind of old now. But I, uh, I don't know. My son likes watching me play because he thinks it's kind of scary, but I don't, I don't really think it's that great. Okay, all right. Well, you're going to have even more haters now. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? Uh, I've just been playing Final Fantasy VII, actually. I've been trying to platinum it, so I've been on hard mode. Um, it de- definitely sucks because you can't use items, so it's definitely a lot. <clears throat> okay, so, but you can still use, like, your ice material spells whenever you like? Well, you run out of magic. Like, you can't even, like... It on the bench it only gives you hit points back. So, oh, only wow, that's kind of yeah. fucked. Oh, so you can't oh. even use ethers. Yeah, you can't. Or is it ether or ether? I say ether, but I say ether. I say either. So yeah, you can't use anything besides like when you break the boxes, you get magic points back that way. That's the only way. 
Well, don't some of the uh, weapons have like a seventy percent like MP boost speed or some shit in battle? Yeah, you get them back in battle, but it's super fucking slow. It's like very slow. I didn't okay. even know that was a thing. I guess I don't read, pay that much attention to the game. Well, you played on easy mode. Half the time. I played, I played easy mode easy. for one fucking area. Sure, that's why you know about all the ethers you have to use. Oh shit! I won't fucking. I tell you one thing. I won't play that fucking thing on hard. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's like it's the, the three like the, when I have like the three tier bosses and stuff like that. You gotta like just save your shit up to the end. If you use your oh, you break, mean you mean every fucking boss in the whole game. Yeah, basically. You got you can't use your limit breaks to the end or else you'll die. That sounds I guess, horrible. I guess I are you talking about hard mode or you still just talking about the game in general? No, I'm talking about hard mode. Okay. Alright, well I will be getting into that myself probably next week when I'm not working. So hopefully I don't get ash raped too much. You're not getting working because you're off or because you're gonna be not working? Oh, because I will be off. Oh, okay. My normal scheduled off time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which I wish I was not. Like, I wish I was unemployed, getting on like furlough, getting all this sweet, sweet unemployment money. That'd be great. Well, my wife is getting that. I know it's great for a lot of people. Yeah, I but mean, she's making <laughs> like a thousand bucks a week. Um. Well, no, she makes like. Uh, well, she wasn't making shit before, like eleven dollars an hour working at the Y. But she gets like one hundred and eleven from unemployment, and then six hundred on top of that. So it's still like sixteen hundred more a month than she was making. Yeah. So it's until nice. it run- until it runs out in June, but hopefully, uh, maybe she'll be back to somewhat work by then. I don't know. Two months of uh, essentially double salary is not too bad for me. For or at least I would say for a lot of people. But, yeah, I mean, if you make a shit ton, it's not really going to do you any favors, but yeah. All right, well, I guess we'll get into it then. Uh, so typically, the way we do this is we talk about four or five categories. It's got uh, gameplay, story, uh, visuals, overall, and replayability. And we generally score them from anywhere between one to five. Uh, however, I fucked everything up early on, so we added have C's in there, so it could be 1.5, 2.5, etc. Um, and uh, we'll just go through everything, give our opinions on each category, uh, what we liked, what we did not like, and then give a numerical score at the end. And uh, at the very end, kind of just do a brief summary of how everything went, and then move on with our lives. Sounds so, good. First category is gameplay. So would anybody like to harp on that? Go ahead, Kujo. Uh, I thought the gameplay was okay. I know you guys probably didn't like it as much, but I mean, for the most part, it was... Once you get used to switch between characters to to um, level up your ATB, uh, it wasn't too bad, but just kind of getting used to it was annoying at first. Um, that's how the battle system works. You got, you know... Yeah, build up your ATB. Sometimes it takes two bars for some things. Um, for your action, like, what are those called? Not your actions, but, like, abilities. abilities. Yeah, abilities. Uh, some take one, some take two. All magic takes one. Um, items to take one. Um, so, 
sometimes it's annoying, like at first when you're not used to it, where you're dying and you switch over to like Barrett or something, it has no ATV built up. So basically, you get used to like building up Cloud, switching over to Barrett or Tifa or whoever, build up them, and then go back to Cloud so that way they have some like, you know, bullets in the chamber basically. And if you need to heal, you can kind of just use it that way. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a strategy to it. You, get, you want to keep all your characters ATV built up, but I don't know. I think it gets fucking boring after a while. I definitely think it's one of those things where um, it's the early game fucking blows ass because you don't have access to anything that would supplement the gameplay until you get that shit near the end. Like, there's all kinds of material you can get, like ATB boosters and staggers and all kinds of shit. Like, ATBs, was it? like support or share something where like you can use one ATB bar, it gives some of that to your other characters. So there's, yeah, there's some pretty cool shit in there. It's, it's unfortunate that I guess a lot the way that a lot of games have to work is that you don't get anything at the beginning because they have to give you all the stronger shit at the end. But yeah, this game unfortunately falls flat on that aspect because I didn't play classic mode. Did any of y'all play classic mode? Hell no. No, I didn't even switch to it. I got, when I got mad during this, that one part, I switched to easy and then went back to regular. Okay. So none of us have any experience with classic mode, but to my understanding, it uh, makes it so that the characters do their square attacks automatically, and you just wait around for the ATB bar to fill up. And they block too, right? That I, I don't they, know. I think they block in attack for you. All you have to do is just control the menu, which so is trying to make it more of this like, turn-based game. That sounds boring. It, yeah, with this combat style, I don't see how anybody could have fun with that at all. Yeah, I mean that's why when I when I heard about it in the Discord, I was like, yeah, that just sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. Fuck God damn. Right, I think well, it, I think the combat gets fun once you get to like the plate drop scene. Yeah, and you got some good materia or not materia, but good materia and good summons that are not crap. So, uh, but. I mean, I don't know if you guys use, had Carbuncle or not, but I loved having Carbuncle. That definitely saved my ass a couple times because he revives you at the end if you have dead characters. Oh, I like, don't know like, where the fuck you get Carbuncle from. I never never got him. So wait, he, he's doing like yeah. a Phoenix shit. He's like bringing everybody back. Yeah, at the very end, he does. He brings everyone back to life. When the fuck it's, did Carbuncle start doing that? I don't know. This, I this game. He, I, th- I thought he just does reflect. No, he can. You can use him. To, he'll cast reflect. He won't cast reflect. He'll cast barrier or magic barrier, whatever that's called. And then he'll cast haste if you use him. And at the very and he'll like heal you throughout his time on the on the on the screen. And then at the very end, he'll heal everyone all at once, and then bring anybody back to life that's been knocked out. Well, I guess we're not gonna bring fucking Phoenix back next uh, part two then, because that's what Phoenix does, doesn't it? Well, Carbonka was like DLC, so maybe they still will. I don't know. Oh. So you got him from buying the five hundred dollar pack. Well, I think it's in. I think it's in every pack. It was like in my game, and when I opened it up. Well, I, I mean, I did only had Shiva really, so in different. The only DLC I got was Cactuar or some bullshit. Did you buy it like the? Yeah, the deluxe edition. You what? I got the deluxe edition. Whatever the fuck was supposed to come with that. I got the basic edition. I don't know. I got like download codes. I can't remember. I bought like three different ways. So you know, I mean, I don't want to check that shit. So maybe I do have something. I don't know. I think they're supposed to. They're supposed to email you the codes or something like that. 
I'm wondering if it was a, so did you bought it on PSN? I bought it on PSN, and so that was automatic download as soon as my, my game was like. So, I think they had. I think that's where the carbuckle came from from the PSN pre-order. Yeah, maybe. But it, it, like even like my like first class edition, it came with like codes in the game. Oh no! What? No, I was wrong. I'm wrong. On the Square Enix site, there was like click on this for your codes, but I never did that since I. Ah, uh, so it must have been a Square Enix store thing that. Okay. But yeah, so, Carbuncle is boss. Like it, it definitely helps for hard mode where like I'm almost dead and then I'm like throw Carbuncle out there and he just brings everyone back to life. All right. So we now now we know that Kujo has actually played the whole game on easy mode because he had <laughs> yes. three heals and revives and shit. What? Damn. Well, you could use your items too. It's nothing any different than that. What is the best summon in the game? Is that the best summon in the game? Probably. I think it's the best summon in the game. I mean, I just I mean, use I used to use Ifrit pretty much every fucking time. Well, was it Levitan? Because I didn't get Levitan or whatever it's called. He's like Leviathan. Leviathan. He has no color, I guess. He's like ele no element. How many more? After I didn't do the VR mission, so how many more after Leviathan? Was Bahamut? Bahamut. Oh. He's the last one. Well, he should be the best. He may... Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. You you really can't get him till New Game Plus because you have to level up Revive Materia, and that's like five thousand AP or something. Oh yeah, well, fuck that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah. Know. I feel like they were pretty. Uh, unless you're, they had an elemental weakness. Then I feel like Ifrit and Cheaper were pretty much the same shit. Yeah, they're all good. They just like fat take, take two fucking minutes to come in, and then take up all this t uh, space on the screen. You can't see what the fuck's going on. Then they disappear. Well, you're supposed to build up your ATV and then spend it on their summon abilities for the yeah, but. Yeah, I was doing that, but I'd rather use Tifa's abilities because I think it's more fun. Yeah, and you fucking finish the fight faster because the... you'll use a summon ability and enemies will move out of the fucking way, and it's like, well, that was a waste <laughs> yeah. of goddamn ATV yeah. bars. Okay. Yeah, fuck, uh, yeah, that's what she's That's the one thing about the battle system that sucks is, like, if you use a limit break, like, the first limit breaks you get suck because, like, they can move out of the way. There's no, like, cutscene animation, whereas, like, the second level of the... Uh, uh, Limit breaks, those, like, they hit almost every time. Well, and they can't miss you. Like, it seems to me like they can't miss, they don't miss with shit, really. I mean, you can dodge out of some things, but there's really no iframe shit going on. Some of them you can, you can dodge, like, magic. Like, if you, if you dodge, like, the right at the right time. But it's so hard because there's so much shit going on. I can tell you you're not dodging Sephiroth's little final move shit at the end. He just comes right at your ass and you're just going to die. Oh, yeah. I died, like, three times before I I mean, that character is pretty... When he targets that character, it's pretty much over. I, I mean, unless there's some trick that I don't fucking know, but... Like, about, like, the one-winged angel attack, or whatever the fuck it was called? Yeah. Where he attacks you, like, ten times with, with in a row with some sh his sword. And it's like... I mean, unless there's something you can do, you can't roll out of the fucking way of it. You got a block. Hope you live through it. I don't know. I, maybe I didn't see that attack, because I was whooping his ass. But, like, he... When I was playing this morning, he did like some uh, triple hit attack all the time, and then some one where he hit you like once and he jumped in the air and came down. Then he like got his wing and started doing all kinds of crazy shit. And at that point, I just switched characters every five seconds. So I don't. I mean, maybe my dude was getting their ass beat, and I wasn't aware because I was like, "Fuck, switch to somebody else, build up ATB, heal. Switch to somebody else, build up ATB, heal." Because this piece of shit was fucking my shit up. Yeah, the second I mean, time. I Go ahead. The second time I fought him, um, I died in like five seconds because I like went full force into him, and he just like countered my ass and just destroyed me. 
See, so. I didn't. I thought he was easy shit to like halfway through. I was like, this fight's fucking stupid. But then he started beating the shit out of me. If he would have killed me, I would have been pissed because it's a long fight. Did y'all ever I, use counter stance? Oh yeah, I fucking use that shit all the time. What is that? So it's the maybe you didn't get the weapon, but it's the twin. Fuck, what the hell's the weapon called? Twin. It's not is it twin for cl- blade. Is it twin for cloud? Stinger? Yeah. I, I think you know, it comes I, from his twin stinger. Yeah, no, I, I got yeah, yeah. I got that weapon, but I didn't use it because by the time I fucking seen it, it was like late game, and I was like, I'm not even switching over. Wow, it's yeah. his best weapon, I think. <laughs> but but the Buster yeah, Sword so looks just, cool. I mean, that's true. I think the Buster so, the Buster Sword is the most balanced. So I just kept on that one. Uh, well, I just I, I was equipped well, my, the newest one. Well, my dumbest didn't know that you could learn you could learn the abilities from other weapons. So if I had known that, oh I'd my be, god, been switching around more. So how long have you been playing games, Travis? <laughs> what the... Well, I, I mean, it's got their own Buster Sword. I was like, oh, there's a cool ability you could use if you use that weapon. But I like the Buster Sword. I just never switched around. Oh my god! And with Tifa, I went to like the whatever her like third weapon is. That's like the strongest for the strength. I just had her on that the whole time. It had, like, metal, star, like star, metal, metal gloves or something? It had, like, star something for her ability with that. It's, like, Sonic something. Yeah, I, I mean. I think. But, okay. So, we're kind of just rambling on now. Uh, to just give a general brief overview of the gameplay, um, you ha- there are no world maps, so it's kind of similar to, I want to say, Final Fantasy thirteen, where you move from location to loca- location within the game. Um, you have an active uh, base battle system. So you move your character around, you press square to do attacks, you can hold square to do charge attacks, and then triangle does a character's unique action, whether that is for Cloud switching between stances, uh, Tifa using her built-up charges that you can use through your abilities menu to do different like monk attacks or Barrett doing uh, like unloading a lot of shots from his gun that are pretty strong. Uh, Aerith does this like tempest magic thing that you have to hold down to make better, but enemies move out of the way at the fucking time, so it doesn't matter. Um, you can block, but if you are in the process of getting your ass beat already, blocking doesn't do anything. Uh, as I think Travis mentioned a little bit earlier, you can dodge, but there's no iframe, so it really doesn't matter unless you've preemptively dodged out of an attack, like. If something's going to hit you, it's going to hit you. So you should just block all the time. Um, you can customize materia uh, in your inventory slots, whether that be your weapon or your, your armor. And you can, you can then customize your character. I think a difference between this and the OG Final Fantasy VII is that the characters are actually built more towards a specific uh, type as opposed to the original one where everybody was kind of like, a blank slate and you can make anybody any kind of class like clearly Aerith is a mage and you don't want to be putting right physical attack material on her because it's not going to do anything um you got the weapon upgrade system too yeah which travis never messed with apparently and that i don't so <laughs> i never figured out what no, the fuck- i used it <laughs> you didn't I, upgrade I just... the weapons or i guess master the weapons that's so that's a little bit different no, see, well, so how do you learn abilities for the swords then? I thought you just, like, you just, if you have it on for a while, you just learn it. You gotta use the abilities. Like, yeah. you literally you literally use them, like, ten times, you learn the ability, and you switch back to your other sword. Oh. Well, I'm talking about the, the little spear shit. I mean, I did that. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. So the the upgrades is like a almost like a sphere grid, but not really. I guess it's more like Final Fantasy thirteen, right? Where they had the stupid material. Yeah. Yeah. Tower thing, whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, so each weapon, which another thing that struck me as odd is like your first weapons get like six actual tiers, and then the later ones only get like three and four, which is fucking stupid. But I did notice uh, that when I switched to that one weapon later in the game. Yeah, I don't understand why they did that, but I guess they just got lazy and they're like, uh, we don't want to add more shit to these fucking weapons. We'll just knock two off and call it a day. But uh, when you upgrade a weapon, you level up a weapon. I never figured out how to level up weapons. Like your weapon ability thing, because it's like it starts at like one out of six or something, and then it goes like two out of six eventually, and then three out of six, and you get more. It's just every slots level. Unlocked. Isn't every that your you... weapon? Is that every your time you level? Yeah, every time you level up, you get like five like points to your weapon level, and then the magazines you collect those upgrade your weapon levels even more. And I think the highest you get is six. But um, some of the like they're called manuscripts or something. You can buy a couple of them from like the Moogle Kid, and then the rest you get from beating bosses on hard mode. So you can't really upgrade your sword all your weapon all the way to six until uh, New Game Plus. That makes more sense, and I wish that was explained somewhere. Maybe it was, and I overlooked it. But the SP you get being put towards your weapon experience makes a lot of sense now. Because I was just like, am I beating a boss, and it's unlocking the next fucking rank? Like, I don't understand <laughs> what's going on here. But uh, So when you go into that menu, you kind of have some spheres you can choose. It could be upgrade your attack, upgrade your magic, upgrade your health, give you random abilities like 10% crit chance boost or 10% crit chance, crit chance damage, or... If you're below your material slots, exactly. If you're below 25% health, you get five defense, like garbage shit like that to throw your SP into. Um, and each weapon it has a different flavor to it. Like one's geared toward magic more, one may be geared toward like debuffing, one may be geared toward more buffing. And so uh, eventually you'll, I guess, presumably level them up and you'll have a favorite weapon you'll just use all the time. Um, there are mini games in this game. Uh, which were also in the OG one. Uh, however, they are vastly different. Uh, like you get darts, there's pull-ups and squats. Um, is darts in the OG one? I haven't played in like 20 years, so I don't remember half the shit. I don't think it is. I don't I think they added so. that for this one. Um, you got your motorcycle chase, but that's... It happens twice, I think. No, yes. you, uh, you only get it once. Well, no, you get it this, the, at the end of the game too, but it's not... The ch- yeah, it's different. That's bad. Um, there any other mini games that were in here? No, I think there's only like five. Well, you get the like. Well, it's not really a mini game, but you can do the arena that you do oh, later the on. The arena, and you got the dance mini game. That's right. And, that's right. And then there's like the second arena in the Shrimp building. Yeah, but they're not but really. It, those aren't really mini games. Those are like, like just boss battle or battle thing. I don't know. It's not really I a mean, mini game. Was the arena thing? In that area, in the uh, the OG, or just like a throwback to the Golden Saucer, because I don't remember. That, yeah, I think the only battle arena was the Golden Saucer. Golden Saucer one. Okay, I thought so. I felt like they just added shit to pad the game out as much as they could. Yeah, yeah you're really. right. The fact that you have to spend like 30, 45 minutes to get the second limit breaks in the arena is bullshit. They should just gave it to you at that point in the game. Because those battles aren't hard. Yeah, you can put them, you can literally put them to easy just to yeah. Like, so it it's like quick. just fucking give them to me. I'm halfway through the game or whatever. Just let me have my limit break level up. Yeah, yeah. There were definitely some design decisions that were made in this game that were not 
or I guess they were quote unquote improved upon from the first one that I really don't agree with at all. Like, but I guess we'll get into that now with our likes and dislikes. So uh, I guess we'll start with Travis. What did you like about the gameplay? I mean, I do like the combat somewhat about halfway through the game when more shit opens up and you kind of get more of the hang of it. I mean, I thought I didn't hate it. I was starting to hate it there for a while, especially that fucking house you fight. But, I mean, I, I don't think the battle system is that bad after a while. I don't really think I like it that much. Um, like, that's yeah, you, you really hate it in the beginning. Well, yeah, I just think it gets fucking boring. But, I mean, after a while, it started clicking a little bit. I still think it's not that great. But um, Okay. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Uh, let's see. Like... I like it. the thing I like the best. I I did like the weapon upgrade system because, like I said, I want to use the I, I want to be like just to use the Buster Sword the whole time, and I pretty much did. There was a point when Hard Edge like really outclassed the Buster Sword, but uh, towards the end of the game, once you get all your weapon upgrades, like Buster Sword will have like equal magic and attack damage. So then, like you, I feel that's more worth it. And the Buster Sword has like defensive value it adds to it and hit points. So. At the end, I really just—I thought the Buster Sword was the best balanced weapon, and so I just kept with that one. Um, I did like the battle system; uh, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. Uh, I guess it's kind of like in a dislike. Like I didn't—I don't know—I just didn't like the whole ATV thing where it worked but it didn't work at the same time. Once you got used to it, it worked, I guess. But... Okay. Okay. Um, so for me. I think generally the gameplay was okay throughout the whole game because it's a walking simulator essentially. Um, the mini games were okay, um, and but kind of like you guys, where it fell flat was the combat. Um, but I felt like putting turn-based mechanics into like an active combat type of gameplay could work for some game somewhere, but it didn't work here um, because especially at the beginning, the ATB where you have low speed and you're still getting accustomed to the mechanics, it takes forever to build up. And, and if you are in the middle of an action and you haven't, like some of the fucking things you try to, abilities you try to use take like 10, 15 seconds to fucking actually happen. It felt like, like it felt like fucking forever. And then you get yeah, hit by an enemy and yeah, you get interrupted. Like, it's yeah, like, well, there goes my ATV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like the yeah. high-end ma- high magic takes like five seconds for you to like cast it. And if you don't, if you, like, I learned, like, you have to cast it and then switch back to your other character, because if you stay on, like, Aerith or something... They're targeting Yeah, you try to heal, and you're, like, in the middle of healing, and then they'll disrupt it, and then you lose your ATB. I don't think you lose your magic points, but you lose your ATB, and it's, like, takes forever for her to build it up at that point, because you're getting, like, like slammed by people. So it's, like, you get to cast your magic and then instantly switch back to Cloud or Tifa or whoever else is you got, and or else you're screwed. I mean, I will say the controlling Tifa is pretty fun, I think. Uh, she did so much different from Cloud to me. Well, she just, like, just builds up a- Bastion builds Square. Up a- well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, for sure, but I feel like she builds up ATB way faster, and she just seems... And Eris, I think, is okay to use. Barrett's piece fucking garbage to use, in my opinion, but... I thought Barrett, Barrett was fine when you have that overcharge shot, so it fills up his... You just, I switched it him, use overcharge, and then to another character. <laughs> Right, you get your ATV built up. That way, you have yeah. it like you have, like I said, you have a bullet loaded in the chamber. You switch back. So yeah, I think that that whole system was kind of broken. Like if they had it where they were just building up ATV the whole time, I think it would have been so annoying. 
But that, that it really makes the game a lot harder if you're not like balancing that out. Maybe that's their whole point, but to me, like, it's I just... mean, I think a lot of people like it from what I've seen. So maybe it's just a matter of taste, but yeah, probably. My personal favorite thing was that they give you a provoke material, but then it's like, but actually, it's not a provoke material because it only works when one of your characters is in red hell. Ha ha! It's like, what the fuck? What is the point? Of oh, this? I, it's I good for use that. I never used that one. I saw it. I'm like, I don't really, I don't want that. It's, so it's, it's really good for Barrett because, like, if you're Cloud and you're getting your ass kicked, like, he'll use that provoke materia and they'll draw the aggro away from you. So you at least, like, it'll survive the onslaught. So it does work once you got it built up all the way. It's not too bad. Well, sure. But the fact that it doesn't work immediately is like, what the fuck's the point? Because it's useless materia unless you're playing bad or you get surprised by an attack somewhere. It's the only triggers when you're already at death's door and it's like okay yeah you should you should switch before then like once you learn how to switch yeah once you learn how to switch it doesn't matter anymore well yeah it's useless material once you figure out how to play the game but it's the fact that it's they expect you to play almost not logically like you would assume like any other game you you play, the enemies don't just focus on the character you're controlling ever. Like that doesn't ever yeah, happen. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never played a game where I'm controlling a character and then the literally the entire focus of every enemy I ever I ever encounter is only on that character. Like the other characters just don't ever get hurt at all. And it's like it took it definitely took me longer than it should have to be like okay, I understand what they want me to do, but. I do not want to do it. Like I, this is not how I want to play the game yeah, at all. I, it took right. me a while to figure it out too. And I don't think I've played another like action RPG, like a Tales game. I'm pretty sure they don't do that shit in Tales. No, or they just they, they just target your main character. I mean, because half the time my other characters are always dead in fucking Tales, not me. So this is kind of inverse of that, then. Yeah, well, you're dead all the time. The other characters are like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what are Nick, did you do the pull-ups? What's your thoughts on pull-ups? <laughs> um, so I will I'll start off by saying that the whole obscuring the inputs thing is garbage. But um, I feel like they should have been reserved for the hardest difficulty or something. That way you're used to the minigame and not just like right away being like, all right, you've seen the button inputs for five seconds. Good luck. Right. Um so it was for me it was i didn't focus too much on the button inputs i focused on the character model so i when i had uh the button inputs on the screen and i clicked one i watched to see what the next action would have been on the character and then when they stopped moving i pressed the button again and they went on to the next uh, like action and then when they stopped moving i pressed the the next button in order and so on and so on and uh you get to a point where you have a rhythm and it's moving at such a rate that you can press it pretty quickly. And as long as you're not going too fast, it's not too bad. Um, when they you go on harder difficulties and, you ha- and it randomly stops you to mash, to mash on a button, it's fucking garbage because it throws off your rhythm. But it does give you the trade-off of being able to see your inputs again for three seconds or something. Um, the only thing that the, it was different from pull-ups and squats that bothered me otherwise was that it was not a fixed pattern that it changed between rounds yeah that was rough it was rough for me i, I got really pissed but i was playing 
at like three o'clock, four o'clock. Like I think I popped that trophy at five a.m. because <laughs> I was like, I am not going to bed until I get this damn trophy. Okay, but well, I didn't do it. So, <laughs> did, you, did you even beat darts? Did you even beat darts? No, I played it for like uh, two rounds, and I was like, I played this shit enough in Yakuza. Um, but that's it. Because if you if you win darts, you get like a materia from Wedge, I think. Yeah, like a. Was it a heal material or something? Like that? I I mean I didn't do a lot of side shit, obviously, as y'all know. I did do all the shit with Tifa in the beginning though, because I like Tifa. So. Well, the side quests. Yeah, and then I did most some of the shit with Aerith, and then I thought I had to keep doing a bunch of shit because I thought that's what I had to do to continue the story. And then when I realized I didn't, I stopped. Fair enough. I thought um, there's boring. Like, oh, let's go find a fucking cat. Like, okay, that's what I want to do. Did I yeah. totally, totally agree that they had a bunch of filler? Just and to... the stupid shit was rumor in Final Fantasy 15. Well, I think I posted in Discord with with the frogs. We had to go hunt fucking frogs. Yep. I made the stupid joke. I was like, I guarantee you, no more puts in a fucking rat hunting quest in the game. And what do you know? You go hunt fucking quest. First hunt one. Rats. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's not just rats, but doom rats. Bastards. Yeah. But yeah, those are those are joke. Like none of the side quests really did anything to the story. It didn't really give you any more insight than anybody else. Besides, like maybe you talk to like at the very end, you get to talk. You get, uh, a, a scene with Tifa and I guess a scene with Aerith if you do all the side quests. So minimal, I mean, you know. They do try to justify the side quests in the beginning with with Cloud and Tifa. They're like, you need to do all this stuff to get like you know, so people know who you are. So I mean, at least they're trying to justify reasoning for it, but. They still could have made them better. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they're dumb as shit, but at least it's just not like do this for no reason. Well, yeah. but it was for no reason because it had no narrative impact at all. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, we all knew, we all knew where it was going. Yeah, we all knew he wasn't. But that's like that. 90% of JRPG side quests, really. That, that's um, true. Well, the Trails ones are usually tied into the story. Well, that's 90%, though, Kudos. So that's yeah. Trails is 10%. That's, that's 10%. Okay. Yeah, they the all the trails games encompass the ten percent because of how fucking massive they are. But uh, all right, so I think we talked enough about what we might have liked. Is there anything that we like really did not like that you want to bring up? Well, I did not the fucking house that you fight um, in the arena at all. I cannot stand that fucking house. Because you didn't have any elemental materia to counteract his weaknesses, or. It was, I just like died to him like six times. I don't, I don't know. I suck. <laughs> he was terrible for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. I had a couple. I, I think I died a couple times at him. But... And that's when I put it on fucking easy after that and through the series. And then I was like, it's just, but even more button mashy on easy. So I put it back on. Okay. And I thought the battle system was, eh, and then the mini games are weak. And um, I also hate getting turned into a fucking frog. Yeah, that sucked. It's terrible. Well. If you move out of the area of effect, though, it doesn't affect you. I'm not saying that I didn't get turned into a frog all the fucking time either, but I noticed that there's an area of effect on the floor, and if you moved out of it, it didn't, it didn't do shit. But those fucking Sahagan dudes were built like tanks, which is one thing I really dislike about this fucking game. Like, every enemy is a motherfucking bullet sponge. It's like you spend five minutes. It's wailing on some dude, and you like you've done like half his life bar, but he can turn around and like two shot your ass. And it's like, okay, where's the yeah. balance in any of this? 
And I really hate the ones in the fucking in the air, like the hell was it the Helio Troopers or some shit. I cannot stand fighting them. I just fire their fire their asses. Fire yeah, I was in Arago on them, but there was times where I'm trying to be conserved my MP because I didn't know if bench was coming up. Well, that and I hated uh, items because it like why do I have to like go through three menus to use fucking uh, no. heal? Why the fuck do you have to? Why the fuck can I just go to my main menu and heal when? I'm that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that was stupid. It was very stupid. And then I'm still I'm still pissed that I bought ten butterfingers and I still haven't got my damn DLC codes. You haven't? I've got it. You did? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Damn. No, I got <laughs> I got all five. What the fuck? Damn. Better eat them butterfingers, I guess. You get something out of it. I'm gonna have to go check my emails. So if it's any consolation, though, the uh, the three bangles or bracelets or whatever you get are all like early game, like they're meant to carry you through maybe chapter four. And then the the last two accessories are decent. One of them is a uh, instant revive, uh, like if you die, it brings you back at one HP. And the other one is uh, reduced damage from ice, lightning, and fire, I believe. Hmm. But no, then, is, it, is it more than three material slots, though? No, they only have like one or two. They're meant for the beginning of the game when you have like the iron bangle and the bronze bracelet or whatever the fuck they're Was there any bosses y'all didn't like or liked? Um, I, mean, I, like the, I like the roof type fight a lot myself. Oh, Rufus, yeah, that was good. No, well, yeah, that one was good too. I'm talking about when you fight Reno and Rude but during the plate. I thought that fight was good. Oh, game. yeah, that was fun. Yeah, they definitely mix it up, like having him attack from a helicopter and then come down and join the fight. So definitely dynamic. So that was enjoyable. Um, but still, some of the bosses were like the same, like big machine boss. Like there's like the, five of them. I cannot stand that, and I cannot stand is the the cut like the whole over the top action bullshit, like three phases. Because you would like stat. Half times I feel like you build up enough stagger. And then you barely do any damage, and then it's, and then it's like it blocks it off and goes into another phase. And I'm like, it's, I just want to do a bunch of damage, and I feel like you or, can't do yeah. it. Yeah, or use your limit break, and then it's like yeah, right it's, before want... it's right before it's right before like they switch phases, so it only does like a sliver of damage, and then the yeah, rest, it's not like, satisfying. Count... It's not satisfying at all because you can't like set up these huge fucking attacks. Speaking Sometimes of... you can. Go ahead. Sorry, speaking of limit breaks, did it bother anybody else that your limit break did not the did... Both not carry over between battles, but then also never fucking filled up. So the only time you use limit break was maybe every other boss fight. Yeah, like, it's annoying as shit. If you're playing okay, if you're playing well enough, you never get hit, and the only way to build limit bar is to stagger. I think, other unless you have that one transference module accessory that says you get limit break from using ATB bars, but it's like you know, either as you said, you either get the limit break, and then the game fucks you over. By cutting to a cutscene and redoing the enemy, the, the boss bar shit. Eris, for most, whatever reason for me, Eris bar filled up like a lot. Like, I'd be, but I don't want fucking heal. Like, I had to refocus on her sometimes because I don't need to use healing way. Like, it's not that great compared to like Prey or, or Kiraga and everybody. Well, get her a second limit break. <laughs> yeah, it makes you immune to physical damage or something. Yeah. I don't, do you even. Oh, yeah, you probably, maybe... you probably skipped that Coliseum fight because you're like, fuck it. No, I know I did all I got all the second I got all the breaks. Sure. I thought it was just Barrett Tifa and Clouds. You, no, you go back. Too. You get hers before you even 
Yeah, before the chapter ends. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. finish the uh, the storyline, I mean, if you go back in, you get to do it again. Like the her fights, you get access to. Yeah, if you, go, if you go right back down the elevator, you can go back and do the other arena fights. Well, I swear when I went through there, like, when you come back through during the story, it, I only had, like, the three, like, book weapon things for Tifa, Barrett, and Cloud and the three limit base. I just seen I wouldn't get Aerith back the rest of the game because they didn't have her on there. Well, that yeah, that's exactly why. The only time we get to do hers is at that chapter. Is it chapter eight? Oh. Yeah. I think. Chapter well, no wonder. Nine, nine. Yeah. Well, no wonder I used the heal and win hundred fucking times. <laughs> um all, all right. right so grade it yeah i guess what else what do you give it kevin uh i'm gonna give it three and a half 3.5 okay well what about you Travis? three a three yeah all right uh when i first started playing i probably would have given it a two but now i'm sitting at probably 2.53 because i it, it was not super fun to me, it, but, it, but it was okay. That's pretty much how I feel. Okay. Uh, so moving on, we are going to take a quick musical break, and I believe I am first. So the music that we'll be playing is Do Recompense, the battle edit, and it's uh, a remix of an, a song. I can't remember where the song played in the original uh, Final Fantasy VII. Um, but this is the battle version of when you start uh, meeting those three fucking retard bandits for the first time. <laughs> and, they were, and, they were, uh, it's just they were pretty cool. I thought uh, they were neat. They were <laughs> probably like my favorite NPCs that come across because they're just fucking like the three stooges. They're like, you, after, you, after you beat them and they're like laying on the ground. If you run into them, they're like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, man. All right, so we'll listen to this, and then we'll be back. Give 
All right, so story. Um, I guess I will kind of overview this because that's my job. That's apparently that's all I ever fucking do is talk about the story. Uh, but y'all can feel free to pipe in if there's anything I miss or you want to clarify anything on or what have you. So, uh, essentially, spoilers ahead if you care about that. If not, then keep listening. Um, so this is technically Final Fantasy VII Part Two, I would say. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. It's they expect you to play the original, I think. Yeah. Uh, which is a cop out, like it's fucked up, but they would yeah. do false advertising, like like oh yeah, it's a faithful recreation of Final Fantasy VII, and then like psych, it's actually a sequel, bitches. So um, essentially, if you've played the first Final Fantasy VII, the storyline is generally one to one. Like I'd say it matches about ninety percent minus the fluff, because some events do change a little bit, but it's essentially the same storyline up to uh, chapter seventeen. Um, but to kind of go, cover that briefly, um, the main character, Cloud, is an ex-soldier who is joining this uh, av- uh, group, the terrorist group called Avalanche, uh, as a mercenary in order to make a lot of money. And their goal is to uh, destroy Mako or Mako reactors. God, I'm never going to say fucking Mako. Right? Don't say fucking Mako, please. <laughs> it's Mako. <laughs> so uh, they're going to destroy destroy these Mako reactors, which are uh, essentially fusion reactors that, uh, instead of using like uh, atomic energy or nuclear energy, they're draining the planet of its uh, own naturally producing energy and then converting that to electricity or what have you. Uh, that's obviously bad for the planet. So Avalanche's goal is to correct that and return the planet to a nice balance. Um, so over the course of their uh, adventures together, uh, they managed to blow up. Well, Shinra managed to blow up uh, two reactors and pinned it on Avalanche. And uh, uh, catastrophic stuff happens because they get up in, caught up into this uh, war between Avalanche and Shinra. And Shinra is out to make a profit and drum up all kinds of uh, war support to go back to war for Wutai because as everybody knows, uh, the most technological advances happen during wartime, and that's what they want to do because their ultimate goal is to get to the promised land, as foretold by the ancients or the Setra, which uh, are the precursor people who were inhabiting the planet before, I guess, humans uh, came to but be. But they're, they're humanoid too, though. Well, if you want to get into expanded lore, apparently uh, the world of Final Fantasy VII takes place millennia after the uh, Final Fantasy X because they have a shared universe. And, yeah, I've heard. And, I tried to block that out. I did not know that. So yeah. one of the characters is named Shinra in Final Fantasy X, and apparently one of his like ancestors like fucking gets on a rocket or spaceship or something and lands on Midgar's, whatever the fuck the planet Midgar is called. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Is there a name for the planet? They just call it the planet? Uh, not that I can remember. I think it's just called the planet. Yeah, so they land on the planet, and then there's the fucking Citra there, and then these humans apparently populating, and then they start killing off the Citra, or fuck. But that's all apparently, I don't know if that's extended lore, if it's fan theory, but apparently that's how it is. So the Citra 
uh, are all pretty much all dead. There's only there's no pure blood Setra left. There's only one half blood, and her name is Aerith. Uh, and so Shindo's trying to capture her, uh, but not really. Like she can only go there willingly for some fucking reason, which yeah, never made weird. sense. Which yeah. they never explain. It's from no. my knowledge. Um, so essentially, Cloud becomes buddy, buddy, maybe flirty, flirty with Aerith, but we know that's because she look. Uh, she's reminded of uh, Zach by Cloud in a way, so she's kind of like curious about him or whatever the fuck. Uh, so essentially, stuff happens, shit gets real, Aerith gets kidnapped, and everybody has to go save her. So you go attack Shinra headquarters. Um, you end up busting her out, and then you also meet another fucking dog, uh, rat dog named Red Thirteen. But everybody calls him the Naki if you are familiar with his lore. Um, you break him out, and then magically, uh, it's implied that Aerith already knows what happened in the previous timeline, and then touches the Naki's head, and then gives him the knowledge too, or something. Which is never expanded upon. She's just like Red Thirteen's, like growling, and he. She's like, "It's okay, we're friends." And then touches his forehead, and he's like, magically, not angry anymore. So that's what like, happened when he touched when she touched him. I was like, "Yeah, I, I totally fucking just tuned out during that the last like fucking hour of the game." So I don't even know what happens really. Uh, I don't like. It's never. It's nothing is ever stated, but I'm assuming like she's because he's an, not a human. Or what the fuck? He has like some kind of connection to the planet, or, or whatever the fuck. Whatever. The, maybe they'll explain it. I don't know. But she like touches him with some like fucking magic shit in her hands. He calms the fuck down, and then he's just like, "Oh yeah, I could talk." And uh, those ghost things are whispers of fate. And it's like, "Oh okay. <laughs> How the fuck do you know this? Like, where the hell does this information come from?" Um. So he's presented here as like some. I guess mystic character who has knowledge of things because he's the only one that says things like Aerith acts like she knows stuff but doesn't say anything and we can kind of guess to make why she doesn't or does or whatever the fuck she does a little bit later but um, at this point you've got five characters but you can only use four of them, because they, they, for some reason, didn't want to put fucking Red 13 in the menus or whatever the fuck. Um, and you kind of fish your way through the Shinra headquarters to get to the top so you can escape in a helicopter. Um, but before you do, Zephyroth steals uh, Genova, who they don't really talk about their relationship to each other very much in this game, so I'm not going to talk about it now. Um, uh but I was confused if that was really Sephiroth because he turned into like one of those hooded guys and he turned back and I was like, is, is Sephiroth one is just a whisper? I, I'm just like lost on that part. I think it's what's happening is there's like some kind of like fragment of Sephiroth alive or existing in the live stream maybe. And he's able to exert control over anything that has Genova cells in them. So that would be the uh, number dudes. And then also I why... Thought, I thought no more. I thought he was working on Kingdom Hearts. That's what I started doing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's obviously that's the way he's going. Like, when they got to the last chapter and they're flying around, uh, like, debris and slicing buildings apart and shit, I'm like, this is Kingdom Hearts all yeah, over again. Stupid. 
Like he's just reusing the same ideas. Like what the fuck is happening here? Like he, oh, we're gonna go to another dimension, and then oh he's no, he's fucking man. He's things man. are things a giant fucking thing that's throwing shit around. Alternate time. I don't know. It's fucking garbage, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Sephiroth uh, or the one of the dudes with the numbers on their arms who looks like is uh, uh, under an illusion spell or whatever the fuck you want to call it to look like Sephiroth still Genova and then you fight Genova Dreamweaver at the top of the HQ. Dude, that fight, oh, go back. That fight was so fucking boring. Yeah, it was... was it- one of the easiest fights in the fucking game. Yes, it's not even hard. You just like button mashing tentacles and then you hit your. Uh, I would have liked to have seen something else like happen there because they said like she like it's like it's all an illusion or whatever like they were saying, but there was no like illusion stuff happening. It was like oh tentacles popping out of the ground. And Genova's pretty. Them. Genova's like kind of an important thing in the OG, from what I remember, and they kind of just like that whole thing just kind of like is forgettable. Yeah. Um, it was so. Uh, you fight the Genova thing, and then uh, at this or before this, uh, Sephiroth kills the president of Shinra, and then also kills Barrett, and then the Fates revive Barrett or something. And See, uh, I, I didn't know that the Fates brought Barrett back. <laughs> I just thought he was just was like, okay, Aerithiodum or some shit, because I like was fucking with my kid when that happened. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, one of the fates like kind of go into his body or something and then he just lays there still and then you fight the Genova thing and then afterwards he get he wakes up. And at this point I noticed that there was no blood ever. And there should have been a lot of blood when Sephiroth stabbed Barrett to what? the fucking gut. Yeah. Instead it was all like this gray ashy mist shit. I'm like what the fuck is this? But well, that's why I was, like, confused, like, when I seen him back up, and I was just like, all right, I mean, I guess, because Aerith went over there, right? Yeah, everybody went over there. Yeah, like, so I was oh, like, oh, happening? all right, so Aerith just healed him up, and he's good to go. Nobody knows. It's, for all the, like, one thing that really pisses me off about these kind of games is that they have in-universe, like, healing fucking magic. Like, oh, this is a healing material, here you go, but they never fucking use it. Ever. Or it's if- like... Yeah, I mean, um, or at least explain why you can't do some shit or something. The yeah. one thing that really bothers me is like when Cloud does like some awesome jumping move and then he can't climb a ladder or like jump up a ladder or like the one part in the church where like he has to help Aerith like uh, move this like bookshelf and it t- seems like it takes a lot of effort for him to push this bookshelf. Like, dude, you just, like, slice a whole bunch of shit in half. So. Well, I mean, look at his gutty arm, Scoojo. <laughs> he's, he's not, he's stronger than he looks, but he's not that strong. I can't. Uh, I, think, I think the sword's lighter than it looks. Fucking Barrett's arm's, like, the goddamn size of his body. Shit's fucking crazy. Um, yep, yeah, so, uh, rooftop, uh, president's dead. His son, the vice president, comes in. Uh, you fight him. He takes over. Uh, well, you forgot to mention how Barrett, who has a gun for her arm, got a gun pulled on. <laughs> that, that's, I didn't want to talk about that. Like, it was, <laughs> I saw it coming. Like dipshits, like, like oh, yeah, I'll he's like over want, there. Whatever. He's like over there fucking around with something. 
And he's just like, he's like shit. Walk, lets him walk away. Like he's like running like his old gay run, and it's like, uh, he's gonna go grab a gun. Like, uh, oh, and he grabbed a gun. Okay, uh, like, and he's pulled a gun on you. You have a gun arm. What the hell? It was completely fucking retarded. <laughs> Like anything that they added to the game, like you can tell. I I don't know who the fuck originally wrote it or what the fuck happened. But it's these like a assholes, I guess like, it's original, but like these assholes that came in, like you know, anytime that they added their own shit to it, it's so far removed from everything that's ha- ha- ever everything else that's happened in the plot so far that you're like, where the fuck did this come from? Why is this happening? <laughs> like in the OG, you didn't even talk to the president. Like Sephiroth already dusted his ass, left his sword in his fucking. Through his chair, yeah. through the asshole, and into his desk, and you're like, "Man, well, this guy just got first, fucked." The first up. game, though, you were like captured, and this one, you're not. Were you? Um, because I thought you. Uh, you I saved mean, I don't Earth know. I have the twenty years. I don't... All right, you save Harris and uh, Red Thirteen the same way, and then like you go to escape, and you're like, "Oh, we'll take a helicopter off the rooftop," and that's why you work your way up. Well, you would probably know, Nick. You played it what, like, like four years ago? Yeah, so. I mean, I haven't played it since the game. Yeah, out. I'm pretty sure you don't get. I, it, I think you, you might get captured in the lab at one point, and then he breaks. Like you have to break out to fight the. Well, I think you get experiment ca- thing. You, you get captured, and then all of a sudden you're like the the doors unlocked because Sephiroth killed the president. You get you just go up the stairs or something like that. I don't. Uh, I don't think I, so. But you also thought Cloud was mute, so I don't know that I want to. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, Nick. I wasn't going to. He's basically mute. <laughs> he doesn't really say shit, anyways. He just hates he hates Cloud so much that he just thought he was a mute character. I muted it, like I muted his whatever he said because they're stupid shit. Like his responses are dumb. I'm a hard ass Cloud who like I'm not. Ah, he's he's cool. He's not right? really. He's not really. He's not really Cloud. He's trying to be Zach, and he's uh, hell of a problem. They, they don't, he, he does a bad version of Zach as it is. He's got mental pr- damage, yeah, man. I, don't know poisoning, Cujo. I know. I, I can tell by the way he responds to people. And he's got fucking Genova cells fucking his shit up. So yeah. that doesn't help either. I guess pre uh, Genova Cloud was not bad. He's just a little, little bitch. He's hey, like well, a teenager or whatever. Well, he killed fucking Sephiroth. So that couldn't do it. Yeah, that's stupid. Well, <laughs> we'll get into that later because we're probably going to cover that chapter part two maybe Nibelheim like why didn't they just do Nibelheim in this game like they padded out sector five for like three chapters and um yeah I mean and the train cool. graveyard and the fucking sewers like three times like really choosing Maker only was a bad choice agreed agreed or or I would rather just spend 15 hour game like, I feel like it wasted my time for some it, of it. It would have come out two years ago if I had. Like, it, I would have been fine playing it for 15 hours. I wouldn't have bitched about the last bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I mean, that's, I mean, they have to pump, they have to justify all the time they spent fucking working on the game, I would say. Well, I mean, I, I can understand that, but I, like, Uncharted games take a while to make, and they're 15 hour games. <laughs> Yeah, but this is Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get it, be, but yeah, we're gonna be a little. It's got to be the best world. Fuck, but it sounds like Kujo's oh. getting yelled at. 
this is the longest. Apparently, the Sakaguchi, the guy who made it, I know he said like uh, a couple years ago when he heard about the remake or whenever that he wasn't gonna uh, pay much attention to the remake. I don't doubt it. Like, cause like, how fucking shitty does that gotta be? Like, you have your like magnum opus or whatever, or what everybody considers to be your magnum opus, and then they're just like, yeah, uh, we're gonna redo this. Yeah, I don't. I, I wonder. I wonder if it's like that he's mad that they're doing it, or if it's one of the things like that's like my thing. I I just don't want to. You know, as I heard that the guy who made God of War, I forget his fucking name. Um, but he didn't pay attention to the brand new God of War. Okay. So I, I mean, I, I I don't know if there's hard feelings. I I would think him and the more probably don't have hard feelings, but I don't know that for sure. I don't know. I've, like, I've never made anything that anybody had remade, so I don't know how I'd feel in that. There was a pretty cool, like, this was like a few years ago, where uh, some guy from Polygon, which I don't like Polygon, but he did a really awesome, like, uh, thing on Final Fantasy VII where he went back and, like, talked to all the people who made it and all this shit. It's like, it's pretty interesting if anybody wants to check it out. That oh, was when, yeah. like, that was, like, when the remake got, got announced and they asked him the question. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll. Find it and then I guess post it in the show notes or whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, Matt Leone, I think, is the guy who did it. It's really like, it's like some real journalism going on there. Okay, cool. Um, but I guess to run out the rest of the story, uh, everybody escaped the Shinra HQ in a car and motorcycle, and then uh, you meet Sephiroth at the end of the fucking road, and he takes you to this alternate dimension thing. That, that everybody does it like they kind of like you have like 10 minutes of everybody being like oh should we go should we not go should we really change fate blah 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 blah, blah. and it's like oh, i don't know why it stopped you i guess we should do it it's like just fucking why are you doing this to me just fuck so, the goddamn portal what are they actually trying to change because i just completely tuned the fuck out so i'm um, from my understanding and uh, from things i've read from other people uh there's a general consensus that because Aerith is an ancient or etc., she has previous like memories or memories of whatever the other Aerith was from the other timeline. So she kind of knows what is going to happen in the future. So that's why she was hesitant to go and change the future because she knows that she's going to die, but she also knows that the world gets saved. But she doesn't want to die, so that's why she. She's, I guess, she's being a selfish little bitch. Ultimately, yeah, she's like, all right, well, let's go and change fate, I guess, whatever. So and everybody I else. And I think everybody got uh, flashbacks of the meteor coming in and destroying Midgar when they were in that dome thing watching the Promised Land fucking propaganda by Shinra. Because, uh, like, it showed, like, how all the agents, whoever they were, they do this Promised Land shit, and then everybody was talking for a little bit, and then, like, this fucking meteor came in nowhere and, like, destroyed shit. And everybody's like, oh, what was that? Uh, some the people were saying that that was like Sephiroth giving everybody a hallucination of what the future is, like the meteor's going to destroy the planet or some shit. So that's why everybody was like, "Oh yeah, we got to change fate so that the planet doesn't get destroyed." Because evidently Sephiroth was feeding them lies that the future was bad, and so they have to change it. And so they go in the portal to destroy destiny so they can change the future. That's I don't fucking know. And then, I think I, I, I think that I causes like a, then a, causes another alternate reality where Zach lives. Of course, of course, Kuja wanted to put that in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, yeah, I think 
at the end, uh, when you fight whatever, like, it's not Sephiroth because you kill him and all of the fates kind of go away. So I think that was the culmination of all the fates being like, okay, Sephiroth is the strongest entity that we know of. All right, we so can... when he says, like, tells Cloud he has seven seconds, is he talking about what meaning? I th- that's something else. I don't uh, that's like I think that's actual legit Sephiroth because they're in another dimension at that point, the edge of creation or whatever. Like because they're in fate dimension, and the cloud gets pulled into the end of creation where Sephiroth's like, "I'm never gonna end, and I'm gonna make sure that you never end, Cloud." And you have seven seconds. I don't know what the fuck that, that seven seconds was about, but uh, was oh, that? Then the, the the Zach scene was it has something to do with Zach. So oh, what? I don't see, I don't I see how at, Cloud uh, could save Zach. Well, what I read was that. Let the whole scene where Aerith gets killed by Sephiroth is seven seconds. Like, oh. where he falls from the ground, falls down, stabs her, and goes back up. It's like seven seconds, I guess. So maybe that's what he's talking about, but no one knows for sure, I guess. That's fucking fanboy theory shit right there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. I mean, he could be implying that when we get to the point where Aerith dies, he has, he has seven seconds to get control back of his body to save her or something. Yeah. She's... But, well, not dying in this. That's you're gonna be able. There'll be a way to save her. That's what I'm learning from like all this. No, I don't, it, either she's gonna live or die. But I don't think it's gonna be a choice. It's gonna be what Namora will be. Then she's definitely gonna live. <laughs> why go through yeah. all this? Why go through all this bullshit? Then it, it, that, that's what he's going towards. Which is I mean, it? whatever. Like if that's if that's what the story's supposed to be is like an alternate timeline. Then I guess it's not the same game. So what do I care? But they're saying like in the original version she was supposed to live anyways because if you when you beat the game there's a spot for her and the original art she's looking at the the high wind and all that stuff so I don't know. Well, People, I mean, if he, you read if you read that freaking um that interview I was talking about, I mean, he, Sakaguchi said that like he wanted her to die, and like uh, Nubio Masu spent like a lot of time trying to make that music like soft and peaceful to like set the scene and shit. So. I don't know, but so you, it's, so Zach is alive, and what is there more more than two timelines? I think it's just the the one timeline where he at the very end where he's carrying Zach or, or carrying Cloud to Midgar. I think that's a whole other timeline. I think they're gonna play off each other in the new new game. That's my guess. Well, the time span that Cloud and uh, Zach moving to Midgar was like five months before. So there are people saying that now the timelines have merged because there's no more fates controlling it. Because like when you see that cutscene, you see all the fates fucking flying around. So the theory is that they are the reason why Zack couldn't fight off other soldiers because he's getting blocked by the fates that he couldn't see or whatever the fuck was going on. Oh. So the, fate, the fates killed Zack? Essentially, because they wanted the timeline to be the way it had to be, where Cloud had to be the one to take up Zack's mantle and then go and fight Sephiroth. It couldn't be Zack or whatever the fuck. For well, yeah, because Zack already got his ass beat one time, so there's no reason why he should get his <laughs> ass beat again. So, yeah, so people are saying that happened five months previously. So Zack is alive in this world now or something. Like, But something happened to where he still gave his shit over to Cloud, and Cloud still thinks he's a soldier. So Zack's just hiding out somewhere, but We'll see, I guess, in part two. Who fucking knows? No more. We'll have some great ideas for two. Don't worry. I'm sure. Uh, so, what did everybody like and dislike about the story? Uh, I'll go first. I mean, All I right. liked how they uh, really flushed out Avalanche, Jesse, Wags, and Bidge. I mean, I thought because they're pretty much nothing in the original. Like, I don't 
really ever really thinking much of them. But I mean, especially Jesse. I mean, she's really well done in this one. I think. Um, I. I think I mean, all the characters are fleshed out well. Even the main characters, I mean, Aerith and Tifa, are a lot better in, the OG, in this one. I think than the OG. They got a lot more character. The as far as the story itself, I mean, I thought it was. I liked it in the beginning. Then it got slow there during like chapter five until the plate scene. Then I personally thought the story got pretty freaking good from the plate scene up until the last chapter. Yeah, it was okay. good to like the. I thought. I'm like the same way. Like, it was good, and then dragged, and it was good, and then the whole Hojo lab se- thing. Whatever that reactor you're blowing up, the second one, that shit takes forever. That's like three, what, three chapters long? Yeah. And it's boring as shit. But I mean, I don't remember a lot of the game. Like, I didn't know if the plate was actually going to die because I haven't played it in forever. So, like, to me, it was all going to be a surprise. But originally, Jesse and Wedge and Biggs all died in that. So now they're like, now they might be alive because, like, that. I well, couldn't, couldn't tell if that was like the, I couldn't tell if that was the alternate timeline or the actual timeline where they're alive. Like that one's hard to tell. He he better not bring them fucking back to. He's got to kill somebody. Well, the only one who is shown to be alive is Biggs, because Wedge got maybe thrown out of the top, like what sixtieth, sixty fourth floor by the fucking Whisper dude there near the end. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Right. see her after she die dies. But I guess yeah, if you totally. went in that in that uh, big scene, um, Jesse's gloves and her headband are right next to him or something. What fucking big scene is this? Did I miss this scene too? It's like the ending credit roll. Like you see, uh, like oh yeah, uh, I didn't. Even, I, after six hours of playing straight, I just like all right, um, can't watch this. Okay, so uh, I didn't know. So, so I didn't know. So I guess he's supposedly alive. Yeah. It's after the, uh, you see Zach and Cloud, like, walking toward Midgar, and then the whole party is walking away at the same time, and so that's why it's implied there's two timelines, but it's, but they don't take place at the same fucking time, so that's why it was weird to me, uh, but they, like, walk through each other, and, like, Aerith, and, they really highlight Aerith and Cloud, uh, and their lack of reaction to Zach and Cloud walking the other direction, and then it skips to, like, Bigs in a bed in the orphanage in sector spot. I want to say, yeah. Maybe so. I should have paid more attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, ultimately, we're not going back to Midgar soon anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter too much. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I'll probably do a recap in four years when part two comes out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, for me, what I liked about the story uh, was that it gave more to all the supporting characters. Um, so it was cool, like you guys said, to learn more about Baird and Tifa and Jesse and Biggs and Wedge and all that shit. Um, even though I knew, or I thought they were fuck all going to die, but who fucking knows now? Um, but I did feel like there was way too much padding. Like, there was so much tertiary shit in the game that they were just forcing on me that I really did not give two fine fucks about. Right, like, well, I mean, like the, uh, sorry, but Roach, that fucking character, that shit's fucking stupid. Yeah, he was in there for, what, thir- 20 minutes, maybe, and then you don't ever hear from him ever again. He'll Fuck be over it. He'll be back. Oh, I'm Let's sure. But, and yeah. did you like... Over the top anime motherfucker. Did you? That's Numbor's bullshit. Did you like that character Leslie? Because I thought I was gonna like him, but then they made him like 
No, so at first I was like, I was like, I don't know what the problem is. Like, he's obviously a bad guy with a heart of gold or whatever. Okay, that's I'm gonna play him cool. And then they're like, then they're like, oh yeah, I let my girlfriend get raped and possibly murdered by Don right. Corneo, and I didn't do shit. I'm like, you what? Hold on. And he's like, I, I want my revenge now. I'm like, you want your revenge now? You have presumably mul- multiple occasions where you could have just gone in and just sleep bed and just fucking stab his ass or something like you have full reign to his whole fucking building like he trusts you or whatever like you're the only like you weren't locked up in the fucking sex dungeon like the other guy was you had you were roaming around he gave you a task to go find some dudes and bring them to him he, gave and he you came the, in he's like fucking barrett with a good gump on him he goes out there he can't fucking do it and then fucking don Cornelio just beats the fuck out of him I know, like, he, he, why do people do this shit? Like, they got a gun, and then they feel like they have to get two inches away from the other actual space to shoot him. Like, have you never shot a gun before in your life? Because I don't know how many rounds you got in the chamber, but you got at least six shots. Like, you got six chances. You stand a good five feet away, you, you'll be all right. Or, like, like I'm going to kill this bastard, and then nobody ever fucking does it. They just, like, talk about it, talk about it, and then they get to the point, and they just pussy out. Who knows? Like, they want to they monitor. Which is the thing that bothers me in plots a lot. Like, they have the wind in their hands and they just let it fall through their fucking fingers because they want to monologue. And they're like, I want to know why you did this. Sort of. <laughs> like, yes, it's who gets shit? Just fucking kill the asshole. Get your revenge and then move on with your life. But, whatever. Yeah, I was, I hoped, I was hoping that Corneo had killed Lizzie's bitch ass. But no, he had to have a little happy ending. Like, oh, maybe she's still alive. I'm like, up. I'm like, they're like, she might be alive. I'm like, she's not. She's fucking dead. Oh, they're like, what? Oh, I had it written down my note. Like, she left him something. Like, uh, was it like some kind of ring? Is supposed to mean some shit or something? Oh yeah. So the ring, there's a ring that looks like the flower that uh, Aerith. The Aerith, yeah. It's like means reunion or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, she like she left that for you to give. Like whatever. Um, does Cornelio uh, does he ever show um like does he get away like that in the OG? Or do you I, never or you never see him again after that? I think you never see him he's he's just gone, you never see him again, I think. Yeah, in the OG you get dressed up and then you go into his room. Haha, the plate's gonna fall and then he drops you in the sewer and then you're like, Oh shit, we gotta stop the plate from falling and then you never fucking go back. Like when you go back to Midgard you're fighting Scarlet and you're fighting Hojo and shit and they're like the weapons are coming out and blowing shit up and that's when uh, I think Cloud's also in a coma from playing Livestream or some shit so you're playing as Tifa for a while and getting the, the band back together and shit I actually totally forgot about Scarlet like so me and my buddy we used to have like code names for things from back in the day and Scarlet was to call somebody a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I've forgotten. And I don't remember the little short. Who's the little short fucker in Palmer? Yeah, I don't really remember him either. I don't really remember Hojo and then Rufus. Did you remember Heidegger? No, no, not at all. I'm like, that's why I was kind of confused and why making him be like this. Like, he's almost like the main villain of the fucking game, really. Yeah. As far as like Shinra goes, like. Because he's the security guy. He's in charge of doing all the fucking fucked up shit. I guess. Yeah, well, like when they have him surrounded, and he's like, we got him surrounded. Like, no shit, motherfucker. <laughs> that part bothered me a little bit, because Cloud was like, 
an inch away from this dude's face and it doesn't kill him for some reason. I'm like, you just killed all the fucking moops. Why don't you kill the big guy? Whatever. Plot Plot armor. Yeah. It's shitty fucking writing for sure. I mean, the original probably doesn't have the best writing, but this is 2019. They have plenty of time to... Well, the the issue with the first one is, like, they don't ever set up... Like, they, they have a plan for all the characters, so they don't even set them up early on for fake or missed opportunities to take them off the board. Like the party never ever interacts with these guys until they're going to kill them or whatever. But in this one, they're seeing them all the time. Like they're like face to face all the fucking time and nobody ever kills each other. It's like, okay, like, Oh, we just got to run. Okay. Well, well, to my dislike, that's my fucking dislike. It was going to be with the whole thing is I don't think they're going to kill anybody off. So who, who would you who do you want to die? Like, is there anybody? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't like the fact that Zach's still alive. I mean, I like Zach; he's fucking awesome in Crisis Core. But uh, like, what makes that ending fucking special was the fact that he does die. Like, I feel like bringing him back is kind of like ruins that whole fucking ending. Yeah, but it's like he came back in a different timeline. Yeah, but you can't, you can't undo it. Like, he's you're not undoing it. It's a different timeline. Uh, fuck alternate timelines. <laughs> So your the original one still exists, I guess. If they're saying like the original game is still it's its own thing, but now we're gonna do something a little different based on the original game. That's how it's, they're going with it. I just feel like that's a cop out. Just just fucking just redo the whole game. Like I think I would have been better off with that. I guess they didn't want to do it. Well, they can't. They couldn't advertise it as a faithful remake if they did that. So suck at all of us poor bastards into the show. It's like, no. yeah, it, obviously the whole the whole scene with Zach, like no one gives two shits about that scene if they've never really played Crisis Core. Yeah, but the, the whole scene no, with Zach, it's like word for word from Crisis Core. Like, I know, but that, so I'm saying, if you never even play, even if you've only played Final Fantasy VII, like you, I guess you know who Zach is. But if you never played Crisis Core, that scene probably means little to nothing to you. True. So it's it's all like for people who played the original, which, like you said, I don't care, but they should have been more honest about all that. Did anybody else catch how like the Buster Sword was supposed to be like uh, a like, big special uh, the, uh, and like the the dreams and hopes or whatever of fucking Angel or whatever, and then Cloud's just like treating it like a fucking big, like he doesn't yes. give a fuck about it. It's like all <laughs> fucked up, like scratches yeah, on it and shit. That's why I hate Cloud. <laughs> you, you're just a hater, Kuja. I, I mean, love Zach. Cloud. Hate Cloud. Love Zach. You Cloud. you hate him because he let your girl die. Um, the cloud's defense. I don't. Was he ever told that like the significance of the sword? He just probably assumed it was a big fucking sword. Well, Zach said like you're on my hopes and dreams, and it's based on something about the sword. I don't know. He said something. You're my. He's like you're my living legacy or something. And then Cloud's like, okay. Well, yeah, but I'm, he's gonna, not be like, mer- I'm gonna be a mercenary. He's not, he's not like the sword is my living legacy or whatever. Fuck. He's like you are. So yeah. he. It should be the same significance to the weapon, but I really anyway, don't care so... about that Buster Sword. I just care that Cloud is a piece of shit. Well, we, right. we can't all be Zach. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we'll do a rating out of uh, one to five. So I'm going to give the story here a two point five because uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with it. It's all over the fucking place. 
what's there from the original is great, and what they improved upon is great. Uh, but the new, sh- I, I'm not. I don't hate it, but I'm tentatively disappointed in that they they're wrapping so much of this shit in mysteries and not explaining anything, and it's like it's not even a good cliffhanger ending. They're like, "Oh, we saved the day," and they walk off into the sunset. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening now, and now we got four years to wait for nothing. I'm gonna forget about all this shit by that time. Like I wasn't even super hyped to play this goddamn game in the first. But that's where I'm at. What about you, Travis? Um, I'm probably uh with you like hundred percent. Like I think what they approved upon was really good, and the stuff that's in the original is great. But especially the fucking ending, it just I just can't even fucking deal with it. So two point five. It's kind of disappointing, especially okay. after I thought the second half was actually. Pretty freaking good, so. All right. Good. Uh, I was going to say two and a half until the Zach stuff came up. Um, so that got me kind of excited that maybe there's going <laughs> to so that there's gonna be some Zach, maybe some playable Zach stuff later. And that's going to be interesting for me. So I'm hoping for that. Um, so I'm going to give it a three. Okay. But yeah, like the same kind of issues you guys are saying, like, drags on in some places and some characters are dumb or their motivation's dumb. Some bad writing. But I will say that I kind of like the shit with Barry and Red 13. I thought some of that shit was Yeah. But I think uh, Red 13 overall was not well done, but Hill and Barry I thought were pretty funny. But Well, they didn't really have much screen time, unfortunately. No. Like the one scene that stood out was like where he goes for the high five and then the 13 smacks him in the tail with it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I like Red 13, so it would be great seeing him being expanded upon later. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, was Re- so you played the original, not the first. Was Reeve like, was he, did he have that much time in the original during the big R part? I think he had like just about the same. Ratio wise, like you saw him, and like the glimpses you saw from him is that he's a good person, like stuck right. in a bad situation. But he's not like he's just the same as this one. He's not like a big uh, personality. So he's just right. there doing his job. Like you know that he's the leader of the Turks, but that's it. Uh, oh yeah, and, and do you not see Elena and Migger in the original? Almira. No, Elena, the girl Turk, the blonde. Oh, no. You don't see her because she takes somebody's place after they die, I think. Or she's a new recruit or something. I think she takes Sisney's place from Crisis Core, as I thought, but I didn't know when you saw her. Yeah, you see her. The first time you see her, I believe, is when you, after you uh, get past the Midgar Sormer snake thing, uh, and you go into that cave system, and the Turks show up there, and she's there. You're like, who the fuck is this character? Uh, okay, all right, yeah, it's been too long. I just thought maybe they were like saving her, but I, I guess that makes sense. I kind of wish they would bring back Sisney, or where, however you say her name for Christ's for She was pretty awesome. Well, maybe, maybe not. With the timeline, alternate timeline, yeah, you know, never know. Uh, 
thought this would be a great time for a music break. So, Cujo, I think you have the next song. Yep, uh, mine uh, is gonna. It's called "One Wing Angel Rebirth." It's the remix of the "One Wing One Wing Angel" from the original game. And uh, when I heard it when I was playing Sephiroth, I got really pumped up. So that's my song coming up.
Okay, so that was one wicked angel rebirth. Uh, next, we're going to be talking about the visuals. So I think we've been talking for like an hour and a half now. I don't know if we want to cut, start cutting this a little bit shorter, or what do y'all want yeah, to do? Yeah, I, I got to get out of here pretty soon, so I got to like kind of rush this last couple parts. Okay. Uh, so visuals, um, this is going to be a category describing how we thought everything looked, obviously. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Um, I thought the character models looked pretty great. Um, and then environments, when they weren't up in your face, looked okay. But as soon as they like got too close to the camera, you could tell the textures were fucking PS1 era texture. And that threw me for a loop sometimes. Uh, but the enemy designs were cool. Uh, boss designs were cool, seeing them upscaled from their old polygons to this new style. Um, oh, but I will say, there was way too many fucking visuals happening in the combat. Like, there'd be times where because there's so much fucking shit happening. And so that took away uh, from the impact for me a little bit. But otherwise, they were pretty good. Uh, so what do you think, Kevin? Uh, I thought the game looked fantastic uh, from the beginning. Uh, I don't look that... I guess I didn't look that closely to textures or anything that technical. But just from looking around, looking up, down, all over the place, like, it just... Everything looks great. I think they put a lot of detail and, like, like you said, the character designs all look good. Um, some of them, like, I don't know, some of those choices they make, like Johnny and his shirt off all the time, like that was kind of stupid. But um, I don't know. I thought everything looked good. It looked great. So my score is a four and a half. To be fair, Johnny also was shirtless in the first one. He just had a jacket on, I, I believe. Yeah, but it's not, as annoying. Tell. <laughs> it's not as annoying when it's just polygons. <laughs> yeah. Like, Johnny was... A, a, that's part of the thing, like, I didn't mention the last the last part was, like, he annoyed the shit out of me. Oh, You only see him twice, or do you see him three times? Uh, uh, you see him in Chapter 3, and then again in the Chapter arena. 9. I think you see him in the arena, like, he's down there, I think, right? He gets his ass kicked or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you only see him in three chapters, and then he leaves. If you, I think if it's in. I think it's in. A, I think it's in like fourteen or where that last chapter is before you go to the Shinra building. I think you see. Yeah. There. I guess I'm up. Yeah. Um, I like the visuals quite a bit. I mean, I think everything, pretty much all the character models and everything look pretty fucking awesome. Tifa's looking pretty badass. I, I, I yeah, the textures do look not so great when you get close up to them. I imagine that they'll probably fix that shit when they like, make the PS5 PC fucking port. But yeah, that, I think everything looks pretty good. I do also agree. Too much shit going on in battle, which kind of messes shit up. But the summons look pretty badass, even if they're annoying to have to watch the scene all over and over again. Uh, I guess I'd give it a four and a half out of five. Uh, you broke up a little bit for me. Sorry, you said four? Yeah, four and a half out of five. Uh, okay. I don't think I rated it, but I will also give it a four and a half, so... Um, next section is music. Um, I don't know who directed the music. Was it? I know it was Nobu Uematsu, and then he I think, from other yeah, people. I think he. Yeah, I mean, I tried to look into it, but I didn't look too deep. I know he. He's on board on some of it, but I, I don't. I don't think he had a whole lot to do with it. I think he like they're bringing him on to say he's on there, and he probably directed like some tracks. Yeah, they said that the, the the one of the original like like. His assistant or something from the original game is the director, and he's like a sub, like also the director at the same time. I don't know. 
I can't remember. I looked it up, but I didn't type it in the notes. I forgot. Okay. Well, I would say that it. you can definitely tell that he did not direct this fucking soundtrack because it does not sound as memorable to me as it did before. I think there are too many modern flares. I didn't like the whole jazz like like theme to it, I guess. Well, also, it's like they try to keep, stick it in bigger themes, so it's like a bunch of tracks being remixed over and over again. That's true. Because, like, there's at least one one or two songs that you hear three or four different remixes of in the game yes. itself. I'm like, why, why are you doing this? And anything new, to me, is forgettable. I don't remember any... I can't recall... There is new tracks, but I can't recall now. The only yeah. one that I think that I, I remember, like, I thought was nice was uh, Jesse's theme. That was pretty good. Like, when you go to, her, like, her house and all that stuff. Okay. I mean, maybe I like the time, but I can't think of it off the place, top of my head. Yeah, my problem is anything that I heard, if I if it sounded even remotely similar to the original Final Fantasy VII song, then that, then I, in my head, I heard the original Final Fantasy VII song. Like, at any point, like, I'd be thinking about playing this game, and I'd be thinking about an area, I'd hear the original version of the song, as opposed to and- the new one. I think they went for like a more like uh like Western or well, Western RPGs doing games where it's like kind of like background noise because a lot of times you're walking around it's like the music's like real subtle and you can't like I don't know if you get what I'm saying but it's like it's oh, not yeah. really like it's not really like most of the RPG music is pretty like up there in your face where this is kind of like in the background they want you to like pay attention to everything else so that kind of annoyed me I ended up changing the volume around a little for that and kind of. Getting on further into that point, I think the it doesn't help the soundtrack that you are more focused on what's happening in the game because it's more action oriented. Uh, whereas in a, a more passive, like old school turn based game, you're not focusing too much on the combat, uh, uh, so you get to absorb more of the, the I guess, the, the music as it's coming at you. Uh, yeah, like when you're walking, I work, yeah, and then when you were walking around towns, like everybody's fucking talking and shit, which is kind of cool, I guess, but it's like, you don't really hear the music as much. Yeah, and they say the same thing over and over again, too. Though. And also, I was saying, this has not do with music, but, like, I don't know if anybody has the issue where, like, some there, people, are, your team, your party's talking, and then you, like, go forward, and then all of a sudden it just, like, cuts off, like, you didn't get to hear their conversation. That happened to me a couple of times. And... Yeah, it happened to me, too. It's annoying. Yeah. It's it's like they tried to make you walk everywhere so you could listen to things. And like, how about you just? Yeah, I'm trying to get through this fucking game. It's already been 40 hours. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um, I guess I'll go first and rate the music. To me, it's like a three. Okay. It's just there's just not enough good music there for me. Well, I think yeah, I include voice. Do you think the voice acting is pretty good? I think yeah, I include that too into it. Yes, I do think the voice acting is great, but. I, yeah. I think the voice acting was good, but then the lip syncing half the time was bad. Really bad. Yeah, I did see some like unsyncing going on there. I'm going to give it a three and a half because I, I did like some of the music, but lot, like you said, a lot of the music I did like was the remix, like that one Winged Angel, just the remix, you know? So, yeah. Um, and I thought the voice acting was decent. Like, I think they did the best uh, they could. With, I mean, Zach's voice actor was kind of meh, but. Uh, that struck me weird when i heard him i was like "Mm, i don't know if that's who i would use but all right 
Cloud was okay. Bear was pretty good. Aerith, was, I think, was really good. Tifa was good. Jesse and Biggs and Wedge were all good. I thought. I think they all. I think the best thing that came out of this whole thing was like the development of Jesse Biggs and Wedge. Like that was great. Jesse's also the voice actor of uh, Misty uh, from Trails, which um, I forget her other name, Diva. Yeah, I know you're talking. Oh about. no shit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so for my rating, I'll give it a three as well, um, because it's largely a forgettable soundtrack, but it's not bad. Um, all right, so our next section is overall score. So as Brent would say, this his expectations versus reality. Uh, for me, it is, it's uh, what it is. It's how much did I enjoy this shit? So, um, oh, we forgot, to do, the, we forgot to do the music break. Is there one? Yeah, Travis. Travis? Ah, okay. it's, it was lumped in. All right. Um, yeah, my music break, it would be the main theme, but the d- different version of it when you first start walking around Section 7 with T. I don't know. I really love the main theme of the original game. And I mean, I thought this was pretty freaking awesome when you're playing this new game and you get to walk around and hear that theme done with all the 3D new environments and all that. That's the track I picked. Okay, uh, so we will listen to that and then uh, discuss overall apps. Okay, so who wants to go first for their overall score, I guess? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, 
I thought overall, uh, I thought it, it could have been really bad, so it didn't do that. Um, it was better than average, so I'm going to give it a three and a half. Like, it was good. Um, it didn't suck, but it wasn't, like, amazing at the same time. So a little bit better than average, I'd say. Okay, Travis? Uh, well, I'll say that I was trying not to get hyped this game and kind of be down on it. I don't like fucking Nimble pretty much other than the world ends with you. But then the reviews started coming out. It seemed like a lot of people were liking it, so I did let myself get kind of hyped up for it more than I should have. And then I think it starts off pretty fucking cool. Um, and then I started getting really disappointed probably like around chapter four and up until the plate part. And the end just kind of really pissed me off. So without the nostalgia included, I think it's it's a three overall for me. If I was been playing a new game, it would have been closer to like a 2.5. But nostalgia helps, so it's a three for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, the only reason I'm playing, I played this game for this podcast, and because it was the one game that Brent should have arguably been able to play before he. Um, I mean, otherwise, I would not have picked this up <laughs> until it was cheap as fuck. Because that that was my mindset going into it. Um, having had played it, I, I don't think my opinions changed that much. Like, I still think it's. If you can if you can wait, you're not really missing out too much. Like it's and it, it's a good product, but it's not on the same level as a lot of other games that I've played lately are. Like it's one of those things where they put way too much uh, focus on bullshit the pres- on the presentation <laughs> as opposed to the substance of the game. Like it, it's way longer than it needs to be. There's way too much shit going on there. They need to do some more work on the combat. Uh, like I, we had uh, on the the demo review, I had mentioned running shortcuts, but I actually found myself never using the shortcuts in this one. I think they changed something a little bit. You talking about for the uh, for the battle? Yeah, I ended up using them like late game with Tifa, but with nobody else, I didn't really use them enough to like remember what they were, and I was always afraid I was gonna fuck something. waste ATB in like critical moments, so I would just end up going to the menu. Yeah, with I Tifa, to, like. No, I was gonna say with Tifa, I used her a lot, so I knew her shit. But okay, I did not use shortcuts. I think I tried using shortcuts for like the first two chapters because I saw that it was an option. I was like, oh great! And then I got more shit to use, and I never wanted to rechange the fucking shortcut settings all the time. My dumbass didn't really know that everything until probably like ten hours in. So I guess I just don't pay attention. I mean, you don't navigate the menus ever. Um. I guess, no, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Guess I answered that Fair question. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, I would say overall uh, about a three, three and a half. So I'll give it a three. Um, and then uh, finally, we have replayability slash extra content, and this is just uh, how much is there to do once you've beaten it, and uh, is it worth playing through again, in your opinions? I mean, I'll go, I'll go first. I mean, to me, I don't like the combat, so to me, it's not worth playing. But I can see the, definitely see the appeal of hard mode and the challenge with no items and all that shit. Because you really have to like think about your setups a lot more than you ever did on normal, which does speak for something. But I just I don't like the combat, so to me, I don't find that fun to try. Okay, 
Um, I, I imagine everything else you can pretty much do the first playthrough around, other than maybe leveling materia and maybe maxing out all your weapons. Okay. Are we, do, are we ranking this? Yeah. Uh, um, I guess like a 2.5 for me, just because okay. I'm not going to hold my own buys because of combat against it. All right. Uh, for me, I'm going to give it a 3, just because... Um, I'm a platinum person, so I have to platinum it, and it makes at least a, a challenge. It makes it worth going through. It's not like I'm walking through it. I have to think about it, so I appreciate it more. And there's more things you can get. There's more things you can get, and it's not. It's not like just boring. I guess like you're going through it another playthrough, and you're gonna be, just walk through it. So at least I appreciate that part of it. But if I wasn't a platinum person, I'd probably say like two or one. You, but you can do all those chapters in any order you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> yep. And uh, I have to get out of here because my girlfriend's about to okay. me, so. All right, man. Take it right. easy. All right, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, guys. I'll catch you later. All, All right, right, see ya. Okay. Uh, so, for my replayability score, uh, I'll give it a three as well because you can do the hard mode. You can do chapter select. Like, you can play your fa- replay your favorite moments anytime you want if you want to. Uh, they added some more stuff to the VR battle simulator thing. If you want to do some extra content there, um, but I mean, if it's probably best reserved for right before the second part comes out, so you just do your replay then. Before then, refresh yourself on what the fuck's happening. Um, I, would, before... I would probably agree with that. So, all right. Well, do you have anything else to add about anything? Um. No, I guess we probably uh, covered pretty much everything that okay. I can think of. Well, uh, we're just going to wrap it up then. Uh, there's going to be another music break here. I don't know what it's going to be. I think we were going to maybe do the main theme to honor Brent. But uh, I don't know if you just picked that, Travis. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, well... What the- well, you're talking about like the like I picked like the like the main the theme remix um, of like the theme you're talking about is it like when you're walking in the overall first game because that's the theme oh, okay. I picked, not okay. like the theme of Final Fantasy. I got you. Okay, okay. Uh, well, well, I'll make sure to find something that will do Brent right, and then uh, I know he's a big fan of the Tifa theme, so those are some pretty good ones in that game. Okay, uh, we'll definitely put that through here. Um. I guess I'll close the show out. Let's take this in. Um, fuck, I should have like written this down because Brent had his whole fucking spiel going. But uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the RPG Show Redux. Uh, you could find us on uh, Twitter. I don't know that I'll ever fucking check it because I hate Twitter, though. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, our website is therpgshow.com. Um, you can check our friends out, uh, Blaine and Jay. Uh, they do the is it worth it? What no, what the fuck do they do? What do they do? Is it is it, is it worth it? Is it worth a podcast on the retro RPG show? Thank you. Feed. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get so much shit for this shit. At least I'm not insulting them this time. Uh, <laughs> um uh yeah. I don't know what game we're doing next. I guess we could talk about Cosmic Star here if somebody wants to do that. That I think that was supposed to happen, that never did. Yeah, uh, Kujo had uh, asked me about it. I'd have to, like, probably uh, check that game out a little bit more to do it. 
Okay. That's fine. I, I mean, mean, if, if y'all fuckers get on, um, which that would be a, way, a little bit ways out, if y'all fuckers get on Xenoblade, I mean, I'd be definitely down. I'm replaying that motherfucker, so. When's that coming out? I know that's coming out soon, right? I think next month. Oh, sweet. Well, yeah, I have a pre-order, so I'll definitely get it. And uh, I mean, I might as well play it. I never played the first one because I never had a Wii. Right, it was understandable, and it, it wasn't hard to find anyways after a I played like 110 now. Damn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess you should, uh, is there like a way to find Discord? Uh, yeah, it, I will probably be putting it in the, like, uh, episode notes. description. Um, but it's, there's always a link on the website. You can click yeah, that and find out. So you should definitely join us. We have had new, well, I guess we've had some new blood. But they never yeah. fucking say it. they're joining. Like, they're just like, they show up and they start talking. Like, that's so fucking weird to me not to be like, hi, I'm new. They're just like, oh, hey. Travis yeah, is a is. dick. I'm or, like, who the fuck is this dude? Or they, or they fucking talk for like, for like two hours and then you never see them again. Exactly. Like, I'm like, all right, all right. Oh, uh, man. And we, we have this people- like new Australian dude that can't fucking spell anything. Yeah, so if you can't spell, don't feel bad. Yeah, it's apparently... I- you're just speaking a different version of Australian. <laughs> no big deal. Ah, oh, shit. Well, uh, I guess uh, that's it. Sir. Uh, until next time. Catch you later. Later.
Bye, everybody.